Welcome to another episode of the Bottom of the Stream Movie Show. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome, welcome, and welcome. Three welcomes. Nick's in a good mood. To the show. How are you, Nick? Excellent. Yeah? Yes. Looking forward to this one? Yes. Ever looked forward to talking about a rom-com as much as you are looking forward to talking about this one? No. Nor me. Because there is loads of stuff <laughs> in and surrounding this movie. There is. For a movie that is barely 75 minutes long yeah just there is loads of stuff for us to go at yeah it's gonna be a fun ride this one i thought this when this came out last week i was like well this is gonna be a by the books well probably not even that it's gonna be garbage yeah it looked garbage everything about it looks garbage and i'm not saying that was 100 percent wrong no but there's definitely some surprises along the way yeah 100 percent. which i did not expect it's gonna be a fun time yeah i'm excited I'm ready. Let's crack on. This week, we have watched a film called SPF 18. SPF 18 was from 2017. It is rated as a PG-13, and as Nick said, runs for one hour and 15 minutes. One of the shortest films we've ever done on the show. Currently rated on IMDb at 3.2 out of 10. That's pretty pretty bad. Pretty low, I thought. Yeah. Lower than Sierra Burgess is a loser. Sure. And similar to Swiped. Okay. So, by all accounts, this should end up very close to the bottom of our stream. Yes, and we particularly are picking those two movies out, which we have uh, spoken about in previous seasons, because they both star, as does this, Netflix darling, Noah Centineo. Correct. Noah Centineo plays Johnny Sanders Jr. Great name. Excellent. As Nick said, you'll know him if you've seen Sierra Burgess as a loser, and if you've seen Swiped. He's also in all the Netflix rom-coms. All the boys I've loved before. All the boys One, I've loved before. Two. Three? Again. I think there's a quite a few of them. Yeah. Um, does a, he's, I think he's in more films than anybody else on Netflix. Okay. <laughs> I've basing that on nothing. I've done no research. Because <laughs> his face is always... But his face is always on Netflix. On a thumbnail. Um, also stars a lady called Carson Mayer. She plays Penny Cooper. I couldn't really find a lot about her, but I feel like I know the name. And I don't know why. The name's familiar to me. I also thought, you look familiar. Yeah. And then... Could couldn't for spot anything that I would have seen her in. No, Maybe she's so got one of those faces. She must have. Or she's cropped up in stuff that we've Maybe. seen at some point. There's a lot of cameos in this film. So it also stars Rosanna Arquette, Molly yes. Ringwald. Yeah. Star of the 80s. Goldie Horn does the narration. Yep. Randomly. Uh, Pamela Anderson's in it. Cheers. Briefly. And Keanu Reeves is in it. Yeah. And today is Keanu Reeves' birthday. Is it? Yes. Oh, happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, Keanu Reeves. What are the chances of that? Just turns up on our show, has a birthday. Serendipitous. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, it's really weird. Mo- Rosanna Arquette and Molly Ringwald have character names in it. They are playing, they are acting in it. Yeah. Goldie Hunt does the narration and Keanu Reeves well, and Pamela Anderson play themselves. Yes, and we'll get, we'll get into all of that because I have some serious questions about, actually all of them. <laughs> yeah, agreed. <laughs> For various reasons or another. Yes. Do you want to talk about what you spotted? Should we do that first? Do you want to do that at the beginning? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? This film's coming on for... Four, it's released in September 2017, so it's yes. coming on for four years old. What did you spot this week, Nick? In the end credits, yep. Molly. so Molly Ringwald yes. plays Penny's mother. Correct. Carson Mayer's Penny's mother. Yeah. And... Rosanna Arquette. Rosanna Arquette plays... Johnny Sanders Johnny Jr.'s Sanders mother. mother. Noah Centineo's mother. In the credits... Yep. They're credited the other way around. How does this happen? I have no idea. How has nobody spotted it in four years? So they're playing the wrong characters in the credits. They're credited as the wrong characters. And it's the same on IMDb. Yeah. 
because I presume they just take the credits and import it somehow. I can never remember seeing this before. I've never seen it before. I've never even heard of it before. I checked on IMDb's goofs section. Yeah. It's not mentioned. Okay. I don't think anybody else has ever spotted it. I, I uh, see. <laughs> they have because I obviously look after our Letterboxd account. So oh, I was looking at some, some of the reviews there too. and it was more than once it was mentioned okay. there as well. So it, they, they had spotted but it. But nobody, well. people have spotted it, but the nobody in charge look, I, I still even had the credits on was because unbelievably, again, we'll get to it right at the end. There's a post-credits scene. <laughs> there is a post-credits scene. <laughs> It just happens. Oh yeah, I so noticed they're credited wrongly. It feels like the filmmakers are aware, but have chosen not to do anything about it. I'm oh, not going to go back and change it. But how, how does that <laughs> you get think through? IMDb would, wouldn't you? It's just how does that get through quality control? How does it even happen? It's madness. Have they not watched their own film? Well, maybe not. <laughs> um, the man responsible for this film is a guy called Alex Israel. Sure. Alex Israel has no further credits on IMDb. Okay. He's literally classed as the writer. And the director of this film. That's it. It's all that's on there. I did do a little bit more research on him because I was like, he must be somebody to be able to make a film like this and uh, attract cameos. cameos. He is described as a contemporary artist from Los Angeles sure. who riffs on Hollywood culture and the cult of celebrity. Okay. So I feel like he's got a lot of celebrity friends. He's big on the LA scene and for some reason has been given the task of directing this film. This is his one of his pieces of art correct in a teen rom-com because it, it's basically that is basically said in the closing scene, yeah. credits of the film written do you want to know the writer of this film yes please it's written by michael burke <laughs> not really <laughs> not the newsreader oh um do you know who michael burke is no, i'm just thinking of the newsreader now <laughs> sorry michael burke is the create is credited on all 282 episodes of baywatch as the creator oh okay he created baywatch wow and also... What about cre- Baywatch Nights? Yeah. He's cre- look, honestly, <laughs> it's listed on the creator of all of the spin-offs. Right. He's even li- he's even in the credits of the Rocks version of the Baywatch. Oh, really? Yeah. He's he's the guy. He's the brains behind it. He's the creator of Baywatch. Also, Thunder in Paradise with Hulk Hogan. <laughs> he Amazing. created that. But that, I presume that is where the Pamela Anderson connection comes from. Oh, it makes sense, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? It has to. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that was really interesting. It's like, you don't realise who these people are sometimes. That's... <laughs> Baywatch is the biggest TV show to have ever existed. I think it's still in the Guinness Book of Records. It's, it's like global audience. Global like, audience, yeah. yeah. I yeah. think it's still in the Guinness Book of Records now. It's like the biggest TV show of all time. Sure. And he created it. It's his show. And then he went on and wrote this. Wow. After I'm impressed. Did. Yeah, me too. It's a big name. That's a big name. And then we get into the film. <laughs> Do you have a one-word review of SPF 18? John Wick goes on holiday. He did. <laughs> he did indeed. Um... Do you know what SPF stands for? Sun Protection Factor. Factor. Yeah, 18. This film's named after Sun Tunnel <laughs> Why do you think that is? Uh, well, it comes up later in the movie. It does, yeah. Someone's it's, got it's, a bottle of Sun Tunnel There is nothing behind it other than someone it's has. It's shoehorned in. Yeah. Someone goes, oh, have you got any Sun Tunnel lotion? Oh, yeah, I have. It's SPF Factor 18. 18. <laughs> yeah. The name of the film is mentioned at that point, but that can't be why the film's called that. It's just, it's a really bizarre name for a film. I found it really strange. Just name it. Gun Reeves has gone on holiday. <laughs> like LA kids. Yeah. Beach patrol. I oh, don't know. That's too much like Baywatch. Sexy surfers. Yeah. And singers. Three, three S's. Sexy surfers and singers. That's this film. Where does this film start, Nick? We're in LA. We are. We've got a voiceover. We are. We have. We've got a voiceover through this whole film. Yeah. And the voiceover is catching us up on the character of Penny Cooper. 
Correct. She's basically introducing us to Penny. Yeah, she's finishing up high school. Yeah. Get ready to head off to college after the summer break. Yeah. Uh, but we're basically told we're going to follow her through the summer. Yeah, we're um, sticking with her. And she likes to film stuff. Yeah. But only when it's convenient to the plot. Yes. She's always got a video camera in her hand. If it's convenient Why to hasn't the plot. she got a phone? Don't know. It's because it's quite an old style, like, She's handy cam, isn't, isn't it? She's artsy. Yeah. The, the narrator, we should point out again, is Goldie Horn. Right, my first question. <laughs> Goldie yeah. Horn narrates this movie. All the way through. Clearly, the answer to why is Goldie Horn narrating this movie is because she's friends with either the, the director or the writer. Uh, presumably the director. At no point in this movie are we told who this narrator is. No, she's just a narrator. She's yeah. not She's never. She's not it's, involved it's not, in any of the characters. It's not Penny's subconscious it's no. not her future self looking back no. it's not one of the other characters no it's not one of the mothers no it's just a voiceover it's it's a traditional like omnipresent oh, voice voiceover. of god yeah it's the traditional narrating narrator. the movie yeah out of the script it's a narrator yeah it's weird it's unusual and it's these goldie days horn. and it's goldie horn <laughs> it's fucking goldie horn on bottom of the stream did you ever think we'd get goldie horn on bottom no of the stream? i mean i'm thinking that the next Botskers. The um, slumming it award might go to Goldie Hawn. Could go to a well. There's going to be a lot of competition. That's all I'm saying. Just from this film, but potentially just from this film. <laughs> um, yeah. So she's basically introducing us to, like Nick said, introducing us to Penny is. Um, she tells us also that Penny and Johnny are friends or were friends. Yeah. Um, he lost his dad recently. Yeah. And then they got together as more than friends. Yeah, she was like comforting she him, comforted him, and, and then. That, progress their friendship yeah. to the next level so johnny and penny are in at the start of this film in a relationship but now high school's over and we're going to follow them through the summer sure and then we hit the title card and a elongated credit sequence for a one hour and 15 minute film credit sequence no, the credit through. sequence was all right it's it was good kind it just of seemed to go song. on yeah it did it, <laughs> it, did. it, it was i wasn't saying it was bad it just seemed to go on for a film that's quite short coming out of the title card we meet camilla Sure. For the first time, Camilla is Penny's cousin. She's come to stay with her. She's for come the to stay. She's dropped out of school and has come to stay with Penny. She was at boarding school and she's left. Then we see a dude on a motorbike. He's wearing leathers. He's wearing all we leathers. Know this is. Hungry like a wolf is playing. I know. Do you know why? Why? Because Alex Israel, the director, did the artwork for Duran Duran's recent album at that point. So he's calling in all the favors. Yeah. So I did wonder. It's got a great soundtrack. This film. There are a lot of eighties classics it on has. this movie. Yeah. Apparently, uh, he did the artwork for Duran Duran's latest album. Yeah. And so they gave him that title rights to use that song in that film. Okay. Fact. IMDb. He called in a few favors here. He has. Hundred percent has. He must be a popular guy. Because in in the real world, without those sort of connections, there is no way a movie like this can afford the huge range of very famous songs. That are in this movie. Yeah. And very famous people yeah. are in this movie. But I feel like he's probably just like a... Well, he's one of these guys in Hollywood who's just there. He's, he probably does art installations. Yeah. Everybody knows him. He's probably just one of these guys that everybody in Hollywood knows. Sure. He's got. He's obviously friends with Goldie Hawn. There's no <laughs> other way that happens. I'm sorry. It's just not. Um, yeah, that, that's Johnny. Um, we find out from Goldie Hawn that Johnny inherited his bike after his father's passing in a surfing accident. My first laugh out loud of this movie is, <laughs> is the narration of... John, it literally says, Johnny inherited this motorcycle after his dad died in a surfing accident. Yeah, that's, that's the script right there. Loved it. But Goldie Horn made me laugh. Um, he pulls up outside <laughs> a palatial beach home. Yes. And there's a note on the door. Yeah. And it says, where's the effect of, Johnny, I've gone away for the summer. Yeah. 
feel free to stay at my house. Don't mess, don't smash it up. Yeah. Look after yourself. From Keanu. Love Keanu. And I'm like, oh my God, Keanu Reeves is playing Keanu Reeves. (laughs) Yep. That happens. I did not expect that coming. Nor did I. Cut back from there to Penny and Camilla. Penny's mum shows up the first time we meet Molly Ringwald. Yep. She basically just greets Camilla and slags off Penny a little bit, doesn't she? She, yeah. calls, she says Camilla is like the daughter that she never had. Yeah. Whilst Penny's standing right exactly. next to her. And she's some kind of like soap actress. Yeah, I think that's I what think. she was getting at. She's basically... Um, Moira. Moira Ringwald. <laughs> Moira from Shit's Creek. Yes, basically. Yeah, 100%. She has changed her look. She doesn't look like Molly Ringwald, I don't think. She's not ginger in this She's movie. not ginger in this movie at all. I was like, that doesn't look like her. She's aging, but aren't we all? So Johnny then goes home, meets his mum, Rosanna Arquette. Yeah. Not Molly Ringwald, <laughs> the, the credits think. Um, and he's saying to his mum, I'm going to look after Keanu Reeves' beach house for the summer. <laughs> and she's like, oh, it's, it's Keanu left you it. And it's just like, they know Keanu Reeves. Yeah, he's a friend of the family. They're just a friend of the family. Um, but she says, what about summer school? Because that's down by the beach. We live in LA. Did, that's too far to travel. He's like, I'm not going to summer school. He's like, I don't think you heard me correctly, Mum. <laughs> yeah. I've got the chance to house it Keanu Reeves's <laughs> beach, mansion beach mansion for the summer. I'm definitely doing that. <laughs> Why would I go to summer school? I think I'd give up everything to look after Keanu Reeves's beach mansion for a summer. Um, and then it comes up on the screen. Meanwhile in Nashville. Yeah. And Goldie Horns. I think she says that as well. Meanwhile in Nashville. And we cut over to Nashville where we meet Ash. Sure. For the first time. Ash is a up-and-coming country music star it's like if dawson leary was a <laughs> musician yeah basically that's what i would describe this character as yeah no it appears that he's just recently been he's in a recording studio isn't he sure. he's recently been signed by these music moguls yeah and that is our first meeting with ash uh, we cut back to penny and johnny johnny's texting penny and saying guess whose house i'm looking after for the summer and then he just sends her a picture of him with keanu reeves because it said at the beginning these people have known each other for their entire lives mm-hmm. They have recently got together in a relationship. But she's only learning now that he knows Keanu Reeves. Exactly. How's that happened? <laughs> if you knew Keanu Reeves and hadn't told me for all this time, I'd be pissed at you. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you know? I would love to say I know Keanu Reeves. <laughs> do you know even anybody even remotely famous? I don't think I do. Nor do I. You're being, are you telling the truth? Because no, if I, mean, I find I'm... out later on, <laughs> these people have known each other their entire lives and she's just learned now. That he knows Keanu Reeves. And it's not a surprise to her either. She's like, is that Keanu Reeves? Oh, we're going to Keanu Reeves' house, Camilla. Do you want to come over? Unrealistic is the word I would use. I know like of a couple of famous people who live Do you? within the well, like, area. Like, like Stephen Graham. Yeah, yeah. We won't say where he lives, but he no. lives quite close to here. And, um, But no, I don't know any famous people. Yeah. Specifically. Anyone's listening, get in touch. I met Dale Winton once. Yeah. How orange was he? <laughs> very. And very tall. Is he dead now? Yeah, he is. I yeah. thought he was. Rest in peace, sure. Dale. Sorry, Dale. <laughs> it was incredibly tall. It right. amazed me how tall he was when I met him. Okay. He carried his bags when he used to work at a hotel. Backed. I'm the Diet Coke guy. Um, what, he carried Dale Winton's bag? No, I carried the Diet Coke guy's bag. Oh, was it just full of Diet Coke? Yeah. <laughs> he was doing some sort of like... Promotional. Pro- public appearance type Did thing. he have his topper? Yeah. Really? Yeah. When he checked into the hotel? <laughs> no, but <laughs> later on that day, he was doing like some sort of promotional thing uh, sure, and okay. had his top off. Yeah. Not when I was carrying his bags to his room. <laughs> I was going to say, you want a tip? <laughs> 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 anyway, <laughs> sorry. 
Oh, you flustered me. Um, I mean, another at this point we get another blast of a great '80s song because "Video Killed the Radio Star" turns does. Up. Yeah, I've, I've written that down. And we get a montage going on. We do get a montage, and basically Penny and Camilla. Penny's going over to this house with Johnny. Camilla's going to go along on third wheel. Yeah. Um, but she says, "Have you got your swimsuit?" <laughs> this was fucking weird. <laughs> so she's like, "Show me your swimsuit," because if we're going to a Malibu beach house. And it belongs to Keanu Reeves. You can't just have a normal swimsuit. Sure, you got to go all out. This guy, you know, this guy. What, you, Penny's a bit naive, isn't she? She's yeah, but you're, you're going there because you're thinking. And, you well, know, she's going there specifically to have sex with Yeah, her. I'm going to lose my virginity. Yeah, because they didn't at prom. Their, their whole thing was that they were going to do it at prom. Yeah. They didn't do it at prom. So now tonight is the night. In Keanu Reeves's In Keanu house. Reeves's bed, yeah. potentially. Not just in his house, <laughs> in his bed. Um, so she's like, well, you can't wear that swimsuit because you look like an Olympic swimmer. Sure. It was just a bathing suit, wasn't it? So she's like, where are your scissors? Yeah, she's like, not let's go and buy another <laughs> swimsuit. Yeah. So she gets the scissors and she st- and you see her start cutting this elasticated swimsuit. Yeah. And then suddenly, Penny's in what is clearly a completely different swimsuit. No, I see. I think it was still rough enough around the edges. No way. No way. It still looked shit. Whether it was it a, they just chopped into it or they got a new swimsuit. It was not the same swimsuit. You can't tell me they couldn't have just gone and bought. Yeah, they should have just gone and, and bought. And indeed, later on in this film, she's in several different swimsuits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she is. It's, it was a very bizarre scene Yeah, that came out of nowhere. So, after so, that... It, you're right there. Um, so, again, via text message, uh, Johnny Sanders Jr. reveals that Keanu Reeves was best friends with his dad. Yeah. That's how they know the family. And as you say, Camilla says, well, I'll come with you to the beach house. Yeah. Because quite frankly, I want to have a look around Keanu Reeves' house. <laughs> and also, I'm not missing this opportunity. Yeah. It's like, you won't even know I'm there. I'll be a sex ghost. She does say sex ghost. I also liked that line. <laughs> it made me laugh. So they head over. They get there. Penny introduces Camilla to Johnny. Um, Johnny compliments her amazing swimsuit. Noah Centineo's got no such shirt on. At any point during no, the rest of this but film. Especially, he's just answering the door here. He answers the door in his board shorts. Yeah. Does he put a shirt on for the rest of it? I don't think he does. Probably not. There's not many scenes with him with a shirt on in this film. Um, so if you're into that, you're probably going to like this film. So they they get the grand tour, don't they? Yeah. We we see a bit of this house and then the voiceover cuts back in and I have written this down because, again, I couldn't believe how bad this was, but it <laughs> made me laugh. The voiceover says, as Penny is... So she is looking out onto the ocean. The sun is going down. Yeah. I think she's recording the sunset. Yeah, I think video she is. Camera. And Goldie Horn pipes up. Penny found herself standing on Keanu Reeves's deck, waiting for her second chance. <laughs> do you think it's intentional? So let's, let's do this conversation now because we're going to have it. I got a certain way into this film, probably the first half hour. And I am convinced this is a parody. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'd go parody, or it's it's, somebody, it's a tongue in, it's a knowing wink. It's him saying, "I've this is rom coms. You're watching this rom com." And I, it's like I am turning rom com up to eleven. Yeah, I'm intentionally making a rom com. Is what's happening. Yeah, isn't it? I'm like, but everything is amplified. Yeah. These are caricatures. They are. No one talks like this. This voice, so the voiceover element is something from some rom coms, and we are whacking the cheese way up. Yeah, intentionally. Yeah, yeah. The further I got into this, <laughs> the less convinced I became that that was what was happening here. Yeah, it lost its way. 
if that was the thing, if that's what it was, it stopped happening. At some point along the way. Yeah, not long after it, Ash turns up. Yeah. But he kind of, yeah. <laughs> but I still think that's the vibe he was going for, the director was going for. I don't think this is an intentional, I'm going to make a romantic comedy. I think this is an, I'm going to make a romantic comedy for the Hollywood generation. This is me turning this right up and not parodying it, but almost taking the piss out of it a little bit. Yeah, saying, seeing how, how far I can go up the scale and get away with it. Yeah. But then I think he lost his way with that a little bit and just made a rom-com. Um, <laughs> kind of. But I mean, we'll get into it. Like, I'm not sure. I'll tell, I'll tell you at the end why I'm still okay. not sure. Okay. Uh, the first half an hour, I'm like, yeah, this is almost just a piss take. Yeah, 100%. I know, I'm almost like, I can't, this is not what I expected. Part of me still movie. thinks that. Yeah. The three of them are starting with some drinks. He brings over some virgin daiquiris. And Camilla says, oh, how apt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, what? What? And they decide what they're going to do is redo their prom. Just the three of them. Just the three of them. Camilla's brought, um, Penny's brought a prom dress with her. Yeah. Camilla says she'll probably be able to find someone in the house. I think she pretty much uh, rips up some of Keanu Reeves' silk sheets I to create a does. dress. Well, she definitely looked at his bed. Yeah. And then Johnny's like, well, I can definitely find a tux. It's Keanu Reeves' house. Why wouldn't I? Yeah. So the three of them think we're going to do a prom night. Yeah. Quickly becomes clear that two of them are doing this and one of them is just in the way. Yeah. So she's like, I'm going to go make some guacamole. Camilla. Camilla does. This is after she's told uh, Johnny Sanders Jr. to basically, uh, if you uh, if you do Penny in the earlobes, she really likes it. Yeah, it's a Rara Rogers thing. <laughs> and then we see Camilla, Camilla going off to make some guac. Did she? I don't think she got any in her eye. No, I don't think so. <laughs> like you did last week. Yeah. <laughs> How was your eye, by the way? That's fine now. Good. Um, I, that was a world of pain for about ten minutes. It was bad. It, you could, I could tell you were in pain, and I was nothing I could do about it. Other than pour milk on you, and you wouldn't <laughs> let me do that. Um, they start having a slow dance to "True" by Spandau Ballet. Yeah, randomly, um, and then they head off to the bedroom, presumably Keanu Reeves's bedroom. Yeah, they are gonna naughty it up. Yep, she reveals to him that she's a virgin. He doesn't give a shit, doesn't mind. Um, and then she brings out some condoms. <laughs> what she say? Do you want glow in the dark? Glow in the dark. Or a tickly warm. <laughs> That's what she offers him. So, would you rather have glow in the dark or tickly warm? I mean, I'm not sure you want to go glow in the dark because it's just going to bring a comedy element yeah, to I proceedings, isn't it? I don't know if you'd want either. Tickly warm doesn't sound fun either. <laughs> tickly, maybe. <laughs> so, Camilla's now on her I, own. You're not going glow in the dark. You're just you're like, not going you're, glow. In the you're going to look like you're windmilling a glow stick around, aren't you? It's, it's going to be really. It'd be like a flashing light, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear yeah you're not going glow in the dark I don't. he didn't pick I don't know well, you don't know what he picks leave it up to your imagination we don't see him put it on <laughs> no we absolutely do not um, we do see a naked man now though because Camilla's just now eating guac out on the deck out on the deck looking out to sea because it's a beautiful beachside mansion and there's a naked dude in the sea there is um, we see his bottom and this is Ash it's the guy, the guy was, from Nashville we met earlier who's in the recording yeah. studio Next morning, we cut to the next morning. He's quite embarrassed because he realises he's been spotted. Yeah. Because he didn't spot this lit up mansion beforehand. <laughs> next morning, Camilla goes in to try and get the lowdown from Penny. Johnny is going out in his board shorts. 
Looks like he's going for a surf, but he hasn't surfed since his dad died. No, we this is this his earlier. big thing. He's, he, he's, he's not been able to get back in the He's angry at the sea, yeah, I think, like, is what Goldie Horn says. He is. Just as he gets to the beach, he notices a tent on the beach. Yeah. And he's like, that tent's going to be underwater very soon. Indeed, the tide and is approaching. I must save the occupant. And it turns out it's Ash is camping on the beach. And he does. He helps him, doesn't he? He rescues him, tells him to get out of his tent, and they move his tent a bit further up the beach. And then we meet... Lifeguard Steve. Lifeguard Steve. For the first time. Uh, Lifeguard Steve is the fifth member of this cast. Um, he gets a call to say there's a man sleeping on the beach. Yeah. Go and sort him out because you're a lifeguard. Get rid of his truck or whatever. So he does. He goes over. He's a bit of a dick. Um, he says he's going he's, he's the sort of, this is my patch. I'll look after this beach. Yeah, this is my Too, beach. Or little um, drunk with his lifeguard authority. Tries to write up a citation, doesn't yeah. he? And whatever. Uh, he knows Johnny. He has a history with Johnny. Sure. They don't appear to get on. No. There's tension. There's tension. Camilla comes running out. She gets her all involved. And she basically talks him down, doesn't she? She's like... She flirts with him, yeah. basically, is what she does. And she talks him into giving just... Ash just gets a warning in the end. Yeah. But he says, you need to move your truck and you need to get off the beach. So Johnny says to him, come on, I'll take you up to the house. You can park your van in the driveway. Yeah, get yourself sorted. He's being friendly. He's been yeah. a nice guy. As they're walking up the beach... Pamela Anderson runs past. Yeah. Just generally having a run. She's like, hi, boys. Oh, it was a great cameo. It was. It was a really good cameo. And they were all like, fuck's that Pamela Anderson? Yeah, Ash What's was like... What's she doing in this movie? <laughs> Ash was like, was that Pamela Anderson? Because he's just arrived in Malibu yeah. and he's already seen Pamela Anderson. And Johnny just says, welcome to Malibu. That's what happens in Malibu. <laughs> Pamela Anderson runs on the beach. Johnny doesn't want to talk to Penny. Penny tries to talk to Johnny about last he's night. He's being distant. And he's being distant yeah. and edgy. But we don't, don't really know why. he's got away. <laughs> yeah. He's had. He's got what he wanted now. That's what it felt like. And that's what would have happened in ninety-nine out of a hundred of these yeah. rom-coms, because you now the whole rest of the film would have now been again about. You've seen it a hundred times. She's thinking, "Oh, he's distant. Was it? Did it go wrong? He doesn't like me." Yeah. He's thinking, oh, "I really like her. I'm falling for her more than I think." But they're not talking to each other. Yeah. And then they'll have this big blow apart, and then by the end of the film, they'll come together, realize that they're in love. And brilliant. That's what happens in 100, 99 out of 100 rom-coms. This is what's making sure me... sure th- that's going to happen in this Yeah, movie. this is what's making me think now that this isn't a rom-com. Yeah. But we'll get... Again, we'll get to that. Camilla and Ash have a bit of a chat. She's like, what were you doing in the sea last night? And he was like, I was rebirthing myself or <laughs> baptising myself. I was getting back to nature and being the one... He's quite a religious guy by the looks of him. He's born up in the deep south, so I guess he has to be. Steve, the lifeguard, turns up at the house now. Yeah. Um, he's, he's come to speak to Johnny because it turns out that Johnny Johnny's dad was Steve's surfing coach and they were quite friendly with each other. They had a relationship. Mm-hmm. And Steve has a bracelet that his dad used to wear somehow. So he gives that back to Johnny. Yeah. He said his dad would have wanted you to have this. I, can I just point uh, well, Go for it. Something that, again, this is genuine dialogue from this movie. So Penny decides to do a bit of internet snooping. Oh yeah, about Johnny's dad. She's like, I know he's, I know he's still not over what happened to his dad. I'm not, I'm trying to, you know, trying to find out a bit more about it. Even yeah. though they've known each other for all their lives, all their lives, all their lives, and she's helped him through this tremendous loss in his life. Yeah. She then actually says this dialogue. So she Google searches surf, surf. Johnny Sanders dead, something like that. It was yeah, it was. Drugs, yeah. police, 
crime. Yeah, we don't know where she got those from. No. She just added those to her Google search. And she said, she's reading these internet forums and she says, this is real dialogue. Some say Johnny's dad died on that wave because he was out there trying to win the community's respect after the drug scandal. Yeah, it's been some sort of drug scandal. No, what? We never find out what. No, we do. It's because oh, Steve, Steve... Oh, Steve was doping, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So he Steve's brought fault. Johnny Sanders Sr.'s integrity into question. Yes. So it's his... The whole thing could be classed as Steve's fault. Yeah. However, Johnny now has this bracelet back, quickly forgives Steve for all of his ills, and Every, they become best friends. I give people credit in this movie. No one holds a grudge. Nope. And they forgive each very other quickly. for various things. <laughs> very quickly. That's kind of a positive message, is it? Yeah, it's yes, not so. how real people act. No, it's not. It's not. They're not humans. <laughs> Steve now, from this point on, becomes the fifth member of this crew. He sure. basically moves into this house with them, and he says to the guys, "Let's go." Well, he says to Johnny, "Do you want to go surfing tomorrow? Yeah, bring your whack job friends with you." Yeah, <laughs> that's what he says. That was his words, and they do. They all go. They all go swimming. They're surfing. Penny's brought the sunscreen. This is where the SPF yeah. 18 comes in. So Camilla says, "Have you got any sunscreen?" She's like, "Yes, I've got this SPF 18 sunscreen," and <laughs> just hands it over to her. Goldie Horn comes back on and she says, Johnny knows that surfing is the best way to honour his father's legacy. But he's angry at the ocean. But he's angry at the ocean, but he needs to surf. He needs to. He has to. It's in his nature to do it. Did you spot how when they were on the beach, there was no waves whatsoever and it was very, very rocky out at sea? I did not, (laughs) though. But when they're at the sea, there's massive waves and no rocks. (laughs) No, I didn't. This beat, the sea scenes were not filmed in the same scene as the beach scenes. (laughs) Definitely, 100%. Once you spot it, you can't miss it. Okay. I wasn't sure if you'd spotted it or not. Uh, we get a surfing montage, though. They yes. they all go surfing. So it's Steve's teaching the ladies how to surf. Oh, yeah. and Ash. And then um, Steve and Johnny Sanders Jr. are just, just having some breaking waves. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we go back to the house. Camilla's making some dinner. Oh, Ash gets a surfboard to the lip. Oh, he does, yeah. He gets smacked in the face with yeah. a surfboard. Not good. Minor injury. Yeah. Penny fixes it up. She sorts him out. She, she, Ash and Penny are starting to bond. They're becoming friendly with each other. They go back to the house, and I've I have written here: Camilla is a psychopath as she chops all the veg with a pair of scissors. I spied that as well. <laughs> she did. Who, Who does, does that? that? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, you, you should see the waveform there, where we both <laughs> said the same thing at the same time. It's identical. Look. <laughs> I went up a bit on she, my dad. She is going at this pepper. With a pair of scissors. Yeah. Like a maniac. Do you know some people cut pizza with scissors? Not, it's, not right. It's ridiculous. I've seen my mum do it and I'm like, will you stop doing that? <laughs> You've got a wheel. Yeah, so she's cooking dinner with some scissors. Ash and Penny are bonding. Steve and Camilla have a bit of a bonding session. Sure. What did you make of this uh, line? So when, when, when Camilla's inside cooking dinner, Penny goes outside to talk to Ash and, yeah. and she's like, oh, I love all your instruments. Can you play them all? And he's like, yeah, most of them. Are you going to say the, the flirty line? That damn right I am. <laughs> She's like, you've got a saxophone. That's the instrument I wanted to play. Yeah. And he says, well, let's let's give it a go. Uh, she says, well, I don't know if I can. And he says, I'll tell you what. I'll this... finger, you blow. <laughs> that made me laugh out loud. I literally sat up and laughed. It was so funny. That isn't in this movie if it is a straight rom-com. No, definitely. I'll finger, you blow. It makes sense as well. It's the two things you do to a sax. But the, just the way he said it, his timing was immaculate. And it actually made me sit up and laugh out loud. And they, they also both giggle quite realistically at it. Um, and then 
they all bond. They all get together. They're around a campfire at night. They're all bonding. Everybody's being friendly. Camilla, they talk about if they're happy in life and they're happy with where their life's going. Yeah. Where do you see yourself? Where do you see old? yourself going? And Camilla has no foresight for the future. She's not interested in going old. Sure. Somebody says to her, what do you think you'll be like when you're old? And she says, I think I'll miss being young. And I thought that's a really, that's a really nice answer. Oh, I suppose so, but yeah. If you're stuck in your youth. Because she's young now, so she's got to be living that best life now because she's going to miss that when she's older. Okay. She she must think that she's living her best life. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to get. At. She is kind of a free spirit, isn't yeah, she? she is, that, yeah. That's how that character is played. I mean, I'm I'm just I really don't know what to make of this movie because I've never seen anything like this before. You've kind of got that. Like, we've just talked about that sort of knowing line that is 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 put in here as a it's a piss take. Yeah, it is. And then you get this scene where they all bond around the fire and then um, Johnny Sanders Jr. storms off angry for no reason. Yeah, he just leaves. And But it's bad. It's really bad. Yeah. It's badly directed. It's bad. It's, there's no context. It's Nobody even noticed he's gone. <laughs> and it's like... And at this point, I'm really now... Have we gone from parody to just shit? Yeah. Or is it so shit, I've come out the other side and I'm enjoying it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, 100%. And if it's not clear to me, I don't think it's been successful. Yeah, I, I could accept in that. In what the director is trying to do. Yeah, I can accept that. If, you, if you're, this, if you're, I, can you see why I've really been obsessed with this movie over the yeah, last couple of Because I don't I know what this well. movie is. No, I've no idea. Other what this than movie it's is. not what I thought it was. I've never seen anything like this movie before. I'm of the opinion that it is. I don't think it's a parody. I do think it's a rip at the culture of Hollywood movies. But I've I've read quite a lot of since I watched this movie I've read quite a lot of reviews because I want someone to say I think is a parody yeah and whether it's user reviews critics reviews like you said it's really low on IMDb yeah. don't I, honestly if you want a good time read the letterbox reviews <laughs> and everyone's just like this film shit it's shit it's badly made it's not funny everyone's terrible in it all of that's true but do you think people are missing the point then I. Maybe because I kind of, I kind of still, I've got this. Well, I think that's the point. I think this guy, this Alex Israel, who riff is made us living out of riffing on the culture of celebrity, yeah. is saying movies are ridiculous. I'm going to show you movies are ridiculous by making a ridiculous movie. Plus, yeah, I'm doing rom com plus one. Yeah, up to eleven. I'm showing you how vapid it could be. Yeah, and he's probably sitting there thinking, I've fucking done it. <laughs> All these reviews. It's exactly what. It's I exactly wanted. what I wanted. I didn't want a high rated review i wanted people to realize this movie is terrible but he's intentionally made a bad movie people will always say that that's kind nobody... of the vibe i'm oh, it's 100 percent the vibe i've got from it i was going to get into it at the end but we'll do it now people always say nobody sets out to make a bad movie i think this crew and this man have set out to make a bad movie yeah intentionally because when it's juxtaposed because... with these really famous yeah. people in it it's got this banging soundtrack I think everybody in this movie is fully aware of what it is. And I, I think, think it is so. intentionally a bad movie, which pushes it out of the other side. <laughs> to this isn't a bad I, movie. I still, it's fascinating. I, I, I think it pushes it so far for me to say this isn't a bad movie. But it is a bad movie. But it is a bad movie. But because it's a bad movie and it's intentionally a bad movie, that makes it worth your time. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, where did we get Fascinating. Because it? Um, <laughs> it is really fascinating. Johnny stormed off. Yep. Uh, in, a, in a terrible bit of acting angry for no reason yeah the Ash and Penny are playing some music and he just leaves yeah nobody notices he goes he just all, goes. everyone else having a sing song yeah um, he goes to his dad's old workshop indeed which later on turns out to be his mum's garage yeah <laughs> randomly which 
was said at the beginning of the film was quite a long way away from Keanu yeah, Reeves' mansion. Yeah. It was like, you can't go to school. We're in a city, that's at the beach. You can't go to school and do this at the same time. So he's travelled a long way. Penny, Ash is about to go to sleep in his car because that's where he's sleeping. Penny sure. says to him, come and stay in the house. Johnny will not mind. He likes you, you're his mate now. Come and stay in the house, don't sleep in your car. Um, Ash says, I've got a bit of a dilemma because I quite like you now. Where I feel like we're bonding, we're becoming more than just friends. Yeah. And she kind of says, well, yeah, the same, but we've got this thing going on with Johnny, but I don't really know what's, what's going on with yeah. it. He's not spoke to me since we had sex. His dad's dead. I don't his know if he's mentioned dead. it. Yeah, he's mentioned that a couple of times. Goldie Horn comes on again and she's like, Penny doesn't know what decision to make, <laughs> but she should follow her heart. That's literally what she said. Uh, my Goldie Horn impression is not great, but that's the sort of vibe she's going for, isn't it? She's very softly spoken all sure. over it. Next day, they notice that Johnny didn't come home. I just want to focus on, on, on this a little bit. So we, Penny wakes up in bed. Camilla comes in. Yeah. And Camilla says to her, did Johnny come home last night? Yeah. Bearing in mind, we're in a huge beachside mansion. Yeah. We're with them the whole time yeah. in this bedroom yeah. when she wakes up. Penny just goes, oh, no, he's not come home. <laughs> it's like you woke up five seconds ago. Literally, you've just been woken he up. He might be in the other room. Yeah, could be anywhere. He's not. Of course he isn't. Could be in the toilet. Yeah. I ju- again, it just made me laugh because I was like, ah, that's ridiculous. It's almost like these characters know they're in a film. Yeah. We'll get to the post credit scenes, but it's potentially it's possible that yeah. they do. Yeah. So. Camilla goes to a surf shop. Yeah, of course. Um, at this point. She doesn't like that all the wetsuits are black. She just wants a colourful wetsuit. But that is not a thing that exists. The guy says, the terrible actor who yeah. plays the surf shop surf dude. Shop dude. <laughs> Don't express yourself with your wetsuit. You express yourself with your surfboard. Look at these yellow boards I've got. Yeah. Uh, so she says, fuck that. I'm going to paint a wetsuit. Yeah, she's like, let me in the back of the shop. Yeah, which he does. <laughs> yeah. Gives her a spray gun. spray gun. And she sprays a wetsuit, which I'm pretty sure you can't do glitter glittery you can't paint a wetsuit yeah well, i don't know where she gets glitter, pa- glitter paint from i don't know um ash has gone for a bit of a sing on a pier yeah he's gone busking he's gone busking penny's filming him the um, sound mixing is awful yeah. like the dub of him maybe he really sang but it, if he did it, he's got a good voice but but he the... wasn't singing live at that point no it's, it's, it was a recorded song oh it's awful yeah it's bad it's a terrible sound mix <laughs> it's a it's a recording of a song playing yeah. and him pretending to sing it uh meanwhile johnny's making a surfboard or modifying his dad's old surfboard. Yeah. Um, he has a bit of a bonding session with his mum. Um, and Camilla... And <laughs> then this bit happens. So Johnny arrives back at the beach house. Yes. He's, he's washing his board off. Yeah, Camilla's pointing... Camilla, Camilla comes back as well. Yeah. And she's like, oh, dude, you're back. We've not seen you for like 24 hours. Yeah. Where have you been? Uh, and and uh, um, Johnny Sanders Jr. says, you know, I think me and Penny are very different. So he is now also questioning his vocalizing that this relationship is not meant to be. Yeah. Then Camilla says, Well, have you tried lucid dreaming? <laughs> that literally out of, the out of nowhere. To deliver to, yeah. <laughs> Completely out of nowhere. Pep, we cut briefly back to Penny and Ash. They have a bit of a f- row because Penny's been filming Ash. And doing she's, his put, she's put it on Instagram and, Insta put it on and YouTube, YouTube and Instagram. And she's got some followers because yeah. her mum's a soap star. Yeah. Um, he gets angry about this. He's like, we are in big trouble. Yeah, you, you need, need to, to take, take that, that down. down. That cannot be on the internet. And she's like, what? Well, well, I'm just trying to help you. Yeah, He's exactly. like, you fucking bitch. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah, he gets you don't know anything about me. Get rid of it. And yeah, they, they, we leave them 
to their fight. Sure. Because we need to f- find out why Noah Centineo dreams in 8-bit. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> Johnny starts... Comm- <laughs> Lucid dreaming is quite a technical thing to do, I think. I think it takes a lot of practice. I think it does. You can train yourself, but it is not something like your mate's not just going to put you under and... He lies down on a bed, shuts his eyes. She waves a hand over him a little bit and yeah, touches his nose. Yeah, she says, when I touch your nose, you're gone, mate. You're, you're going to be lucid dreaming. And he dreams of being a cartoon character in 8-bit, walking through a beach. Yeah. He asks a butterfly if she... It's animated. Yeah. It's not really... It's animated. There's an animated dream sequence in this. Um, he asks a butterfly if he can fly with it. The butterfly says, yeah, come on, let's have a fly. So they have a bit of a fly. And, he surf, and, then, he surf, and then he surfs an animated wave. Um, this all becomes clear of why this happens later. It doesn't become clear, but he it's uses like that. It's like vision quest, isn't it? He uses it? that image later on. Um, and then Camilla wakes him up by kissing him. Yeah, um, He kisses her back and then goes, I think you're fake. Yeah, he's, he really, he's horrible to her. He's really horrible Out of nowhere, she kisses him. He wakes up, he kisses her back for a bit. And then he's like, get off your horrible bitch. <laughs> Basically, isn't it? It's that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then he's like, oh, I'm such a dick. Yeah, she but storms like, yeah, off. Yeah, you are, mate. She storms off, although she's not visibly angry because she is a dick and she's probably been told that hundreds of times. But yeah, and he's like, I'm such a dick. <laughs> we then cut to the office of some music types in Nashville. Yeah, it's the Nashville, the Nashville uh, crew. moguls. And they've seen Penny's video on YouTube and they're, they're not happy like- about it. Cease and desist. Send a cease That's and desist. our song. We own that. We own the song. We own the rights to that guy. We own that guy. Yeah. Get that off the internet. So they send Penny a cease and desist. Um, this is where we finally meet Camilla's customised wetsuit. Because Steve comes back. He's not been in it for ages. <laughs> Camilla's got this like pink and blue gradual tone wetsuit and, and she says do you think i'm fake and he says so he gives a nice answer so no i think you're a free spirit and i at this point i'm like oh camilla and steve are gonna hook up yeah that's what's gonna happen yeah johnny's gonna be on his own yeah and ash and penny are gonna hook up yeah we've gone away from the rom-com template here the template is gone yeah because we know there's no way penny and johnny are getting back together no. by the end of this film it's not happening johnny does a bit more work on his board he has another bit of a heart to heart with his mum um penny receives the cease and desist and she's like ash why the fuck have i got a cease and desist on this video you didn't tell me you were signed to a record label yeah and he basically says look they own me they own my image rights they own everything they own the song i can't be seen on the internet singing it so penny gets all upset she goes to speak to her mum, who they don't get along but her mum gives her some good advice here or she thinks she does i mean in a movie it might work i think it's legal legally questionable in real life yeah basically her mum says just get him to record a video of a song that they don't own yeah a new song in the style he wants to do it yeah. and let the fans decide he's basically a male taylor swift <laughs> it's oh. like when prince fell out with warner brothers <laughs> yeah so she's like get a video of the real ash find out who he really is get it up on the internet and let the fans decide yeah. it's cheap simple as it's uber cheese penny goes to see johnny they decide they need to have this conversation that's got to happen it's over in about 30 seconds and it's so friendly and quick. They basically say, shall we just split up? She's like, I don't love you. He's like, well, I don't love, don't love you. you. Not like that. I love you, but I don't love, love you. you. Love you, love you. I'm not in love same. with you. They um, both agree. Yeah. And they're amicable and they make friends. And they're both like, oh, thank God, I feel so relieved. Yeah. Doesn't happen in rom-coms. This is what I'm, this is what I'm getting at. Um, Camilla and Steve walk past and immediately get the news that this couple are no longer a couple. But Penny says, right, that's that out of the way. 
I'm going to snag me my other man. Can we help? Can you help me get my new man, please? Yeah. Um, I need your help, is basically what she says. She then goes to Penny, then goes to see Ash, tells him, do you have any songs that they don't own? Have you written anything since you've been here? Coincidentally, he has. That's really helpful. Um, He's literally standing on a cliff, hair yeah. blowing in the wind <laughs> at this point. She tells. She then tells him, oh, me and Johnny have split up. And before the word up is out of her mouth, he's kissing her. But <laughs> he's literally, oh, great. You're mine now. It just, I've written it, dude wastes no time. Then we get a preparing montage. Yeah, the, so they're going to film um, a music video. Fucking art attack now. <laughs> yeah, Steve is making some sort of, it turns out to be a reflector board out of tinfoil. Yeah. Um, Camilla's dressing him. She's found some cool clothes of Keanu Reeves. I assume it's Keanu Reeves's. Johnny's doing the artwork for his album, which is also... Yeah, he's the, making flyers for a gig as well. Yeah, I think, something, or something like, that. like that. And it's the animated wave that he said yeah. earlier. It's the same colours. And they film this video and it's basically a video of Ash explaining that he, when he signed that contract, he didn't know who he was. Um, he now does know who he is. He knows who he wants to be as an artist. And this is my song. Yeah. And he sings this song. But interestingly, we don't just get we don't just watch the video that they're filming. No. So we see a bit of that. Yeah. We also see scenes previously in the film. Yes. So they've been... So it's a montage. Into this. Yeah. And and then it's... Because Penny it, has been filming all the way through the film. But she's in... Anyway, but she's in the scene, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't work. But... And it's part like lo- lolling around on a beat. It's the opening credits to Dawson's Creek. I've written here, it's the cheesiest 90s thing I've ever seen yeah. or heard. I've lived, I lived through the whole of the 90s. <laughs> And this is the cheesiest 90s thing I've ever heard. It's, it's uber cheese 90s soft rock, isn't yeah. it? And it works. The record company get inundated with calls saying, who is this guy? We love him. This is the style. We, or is or we they want. know him and they're yeah. like, why don't you release more of in this country style rather yes. than all the, the auto cheesy crap pop yeah. that you've been releasing? And then they get a call from Dolly Parton. <laughs> in exclam- in I've written Dolly Parton's in this. Same <laughs> Uh, it turns out Dolly Molly Ringwald does quite a good impression of Dolly Parton. Yeah. Uh, because Penny's mum has somehow thought, I'm going to pretend to be Dolly Parton, ring the record company. They'll listen to Dolly Parton. Of course they will. <laughs> it's Nashville. Everyone has to. She's actually like the queen, isn't she? Yeah. And that it works. The record company changed their mind. They say, they say, we'll just let Ash be this star who he wants to be. Yeah. Um, and they call Ash and tell him. And he says, we did it. And I've written... They've d- I don't know what they've done, but they've done it. They've won. <laughs> they've won, basically. We're getting right towards the end of the film now. A scout comes to the beach. Surfing Steve turns scout. back up again. Surfing yeah. scout turns up. Wants to watch Johnny surf. There's still no waves while they're on the beach. And Camilla's made him a suit. Yeah, he's in the sparkly. He's in the sparkly pink, pink and blue suit. Which Johnny has... We've seen no inclination that he was interested in that at all. No. Why would Previously. he be? He... He looked ridiculous. Yeah, he did look ridiculous. <laughs> it did look ridiculous. I don't know why he wore it. It's like a sparkly blancmange. How you make Noah Centineo dress like that? <laughs> I don't know. Why are you even making him ever dress in a film is beyond me. On the beach, there's no waves. He's obviously surfing massive waves. I don't know what's going on there. The scout wants him. The scout's like, I want that guy. Yeah. John, Steve, I want him to join my team. Steve, sign him up. And he also says, Steve, <laughs> Steve, actually, you were damn good. Yeah. You don't do drugs anymore, do you? No. He's like, I know. I've done drugs like, for years. Yeah. It's like, I want you both on my team. Yeah. You'd be a great duo, and Steve is like, "I can't, I can't join. I, I'm a lifeguard. I, I patrol the seas. That's my, that's my responsibility. I don't do that anymore." Yeah. So then the scouts are like, "Well, I'm definitely signing two people today. Camilla, come over here. Where do you make that? Where do you make that wetsuit? I want to sign them. I, I want, want, I want twenty. I want hundreds of them. My whole team's gonna wear them. 
So she gets a job designing wetsuits out of nowhere. Ash does a gig at the Viper Room. Yeah, he's got to step over River Phoenix's dead yeah, body presumably outside. it's not the same place. So. <laughs> of course it is. It's LA. <laughs> Maybe. Who's watching this gig? Everyone. Pamela Anderson. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> everyone in Malibu's there, yeah. including Pamela Anderson. She beckons Steve over. <laughs> She's like, oh, you sexy surfer guy, come here with a little finger wagging at him. <laughs> so he wanders off like he's been hypnotised. And... We never see him again. No. As far as we know, Pamela Anderson Taken has away. murdered Steve. <laughs> Pamela Anderson. He's been kidnapped by Pamela Anderson. Nobody even mentions the fact that nobody even knows where he is. No. He never gets mentioned. Either. Next morning, they decide Keanu Reeves oh. is coming home. Do, well, but also at this gig, John Lee and Camilla are like arms in, arm in arms. Yes, where did that come from? Because it's it's kind of was hinted at earlier on in the movie, but now it's just a thing that's happening. Yeah, but it was also happening with Steve at one point. Yeah, I know. But he's gone off with Pamela Anderson, yeah. so Johnny's the only one left. So everyone's just like, look, as long as someone ends up with someone... It's all that no, matters. Yeah, no one needs to get angry. We're just... 100%. Yeah. Um, we now need no to, drama. We now need to clean Keanu Reeves' house because oh, yeah, he's coming home. Tidying up montage. It's tidying up montage. Camilla smashes a glitter ball that's been hanging from the ceiling the yeah. whole time and hides, and hides, it, hides it in a cupboard. <laughs> She, her and Johnny have a kiss. Yes. Now the insult that he gave her earlier was never mentioned again. No, that's true. We he never, we never, had, he never apologized to her. Did we he never had know? a No, we never had a scene where she forgave him for that. But yeah. now they're just a couple because he was pretty damn horrible to mm. her. They're all there. Steve's still not there, but they're all there just cleaning up. Um, he's a husk. He's been humped <laughs> to death by Pammy. Pammy somewhere. Then they'll leave. We see a vision of the empty house, and then. Lo and behold, Keanu Reeves shows up. Keys in the door. Keys in the door. He walks in, immediately notices his glitter ball's gone. It's like, what's happened to my what's disco that? ball? And then the film ends. Yeah. And then we do get this post credit scene, which is Pamela Anderson and Keanu Reeves drinking champagne together. Yeah. And he says to her, I haven't seen you around for a while. What have you been up to? Or where have you been? And she says, I came back to do a little art film for a friend. Yeah. Because these characters know they're in a film. <laughs> and then that's it. That's the end of the film. Let's talk about this film. Now. Sure. What did you think? I had a great time. I don't know if I was supposed to. I thought we'd do a short episode today because that film's only on for an hour and 15 Me minutes. Too. And I, we're, we're in an hour almost. I, I had a great time. This is I really a, enjoyed it. This is a really fun film. Yeah. And both of, I'm sure both of us last week when it came out were not expecting to see it. Oh, I thought we were dra- hitting drags. It's... I'm not used to knowing Centineo doing a good film, but I actually really enjoyed this. And everyone's, but it's bad, but it's also bad. It's terrible. Yeah, it's awful. We've talked about, we think it's kind of on purpose. Noah Centineo is awful in this. They're all awful in it. Yeah. But it's the best film I've ever seen them in. And (laughs) it's not even close. Uh, No, but it's not hard either. (laughs) Those two films that we've seen him in before are horrific. Well, that's the level I'm at. That was my expectation of this. Yeah. This is an, I'm convinced that this is an intentionally bad film made to be a bad film to take the piss out of bad rom-coms yeah i think noah centino is almost parried in himself yeah. by being in this film i also believe the characters are fully aware that they're in a film um, the premise is they are staying at actual keanu reeves the person the actor's house yeah you've got to be in at that point surely that is yeah that's the key that this is a knowing wink sort of movie yeah this yeah this isn't a this isn't a traditional rom-com. This is a piss take of a traditional rom-com, a rom-com, but it isn't a parody. Yeah. I don't think it's a parody. I think it's a guy who's trying to point out the ridiculousness of rom-coms by and making a ridiculous rom-com. Of LA. By making a ridiculous rom-com. Yeah. 
And I think he succeeded in it. It's look, both terrible and entertaining and uh, it's the, at the best where it's the best bad movie I've seen in a long time. <laughs> it's it's a bad movie, but I actually really enjoyed watching it. Yeah. I'd probably recommend it to people as well. Just I would recommend it. And I know but with the caveat cuz I'd be like I don't I'm not saying you would like this person I am recommending this to. Yeah. But I would really want to know what you make of it. Yeah. Agreed. Because it is a real curio, isn't it? Do you think there's people out there who just watch it as a genuine The rom-com? reviews would that I've read in a couple of days since I've watched that uh, watched it would suggest so. And I think there's a little bit more to it. I suppose the people who watch oh, I'm gonna be really derogatory. The people who watch rom coms are not film fanatics. Oh wait, I love a rom com. No, 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 there are people out there that only watch rom-coms that will sit and watch. There are people out there who only watch Noah Centineo films. Sure. And they probably don't understand what they're getting with this one. Or we're giving it too much credit. I, I, I'm I, not sure it needs as much credit as I feel like I might be over-crediting it. But I would counter that by saying this was such a curveball to me. Yeah. Such a sort of, where the fuck did this film come from? Because... <laughs> It is really entertaining. Yeah. And I was not expecting I was not expecting to have a conversation with you in a minute about how high up a dream table Noah Centineo <laughs> goes. I just I just wasn't. How would you turn the tide on it though? I don't know. Because I've never seen anything like this. Could you t- how could you turn it up more, yeah. Could you dial it up even more? Do you have do you have Keanu Reeves in, if you can if you want, do you have Keanu Reeves in it all the way through? No, I th- I think it was per- the amount of the Keanu ma- was perfect. Yeah, it was two two lines. Two lines is enough of a Keanu. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Do you, how would you ramp it up even? It's ridiculous as it is. Yeah. How do you ramp it up even more? Maybe do you have the characters be fully aware that they're in a film? Oh, you could have like another post credits or a twist, almost a twist. Yeah. Yeah. Of them all just walking off set at the end and I, shaking it, hands like, with Alex Israel. Yeah, just really go for it. Just do it. And then he does a bow at the end. <laughs> I hated that in that zombie oh, film I watched. He's hanging, or how about he's hanging, um, it cuts back and he's, he's clipping like a couple of frames out of the film and hanging them on the wall yeah. or something. Maybe. In an art gallery. That virtually, yeah. That virtually happened in that zombie film with Bill Murray. What was that called? A Dead Don't Die. Dead Don't Die. And I hated it. But I feel like it works in this. I feel like that would work. I'm doing that. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Just maybe. Do you think that maybe that's why? Just make it clear that this is a. This is yeah. This is pistache. But not until the end. Yeah. I want this exact film, but give me a second post-credit scene of them just walking off set and them hugging Alex Israel or something like that. I like to start a few foam rod to rub it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stream table. Oh, no idea. Not a clue. Do you want me to read the whole thing? I think you might have to, because I, I, I think genuinely, yeah. But all right, I mean, I, I'm, I'm. My first thought is it's, it's reasonably high up. I think there's an argument this could be near the bottom. Yeah. How do you? I could totally understand someone watching this and interpreting it differently to me. And agreed. Yeah, that's the problem. We've this, chosen to interpret it this way. Yeah. But we, we might be completely wrong. For Maybe we've just have we just gone mental from how many bad movies we've had to watch this year. Maybe. Maybe we just want something to be more intelligent than it is. <laughs> you know, but we have to take a film as we understand it, don't but we? But it's a and film that can't even write its cast, cast in the right order. In the right order. Yeah. And credit them to the right characters. <laughs> but we've both come to this same conclusion separately. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, genuinely, this is the hardest film I've ever put in a stream table, I think. 
Do you want me to go from the bottom then? I'm going to anyway. Do it. It's, it's realistically, it's not bottom of the bottom, is it? No way, no way. Uh, currently, the Hungover Games is at the bottom, followed by Temple, then Wounds, Room 205, and then Left Behind. After follows that, and then Alien Warfare, Alaska is a Drag. Happy Anniversary, TikTok, John Henry, Paradise Hills, Bullethead, Urge, Time Trap. Then we get to the top five, which is Triple Threat, In the Shadow of the Moon, All My Friends Are Dead, a disappearance at Clifton Hill and Deirdre and Laney rob a train. I still don't know. Oh, genuinely. What was your starter for 10? Go on. You... I think it's top 10? Top half of the table? I think 20 so. 20 in there currently. Where's 10? John Henry's 10 at the minute. I, it's going above John Henry for me. Okay, so we'll do, this, we'll do this then. This is always a good way to do it. So we're starting at John Henry. It's better than John Henry. Yeah. Then Paradise Hills. I, I th- <laughs> it's tough. It's really hard, this one. This is the hardest film we've ever put in a stream table. I think it's better than Paradise Hills. I think I want to put it higher than that. Me too. We're going to get absolutely ripped for putting yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely destroyed. Higher. I can see it coming. Bullethead. <laughs> I think it, I want to put it higher than Bullethead. Wow. Urge. Nick, I think I want to put it higher than Urge. Um, I, I think we're getting close. I'm there, I think. Time Trap's after that, and I think Time Trap's better. I, I think that's a f- interesting threesome. Because after that is Triple Threat, which is last week's Yeah, film. it doesn't get there. It doesn't get there. It's, urge is, it's a round urge, isn't it? Which, which side of urge does it go? It, it, I don't think it's better than Time Trap. They're three pretty bonkers films, aren't they? Yeah. This, this in, is, their own, in their own different ways. With Bullethead there as well. The, that's the bonkers section. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Even Paradise Hills is bonkers. Um, There's a whole section. Go on then. Let's do that. Put it between Urge. Urge and, and Time Trap. Time Trap. Fuck me. That's... A seventh. Okay. That's a good result. That for who would have thought a Noah Centineo film and would be seventh on the bottom of the stream stream table when he's been bottom two twice. No Nick Cage can claim that. Got four episodes left. There's a good strong chance that it stays in the top ten by the end of this yeah. season. Unless we're gonna have a really good run. It really is a strong chance. Yeah. Fucking hell. Who'd have thought that? But it deserves it, I think. If it is what we think it is, does it matter if it was, if it is or isn't? Because we had a fun time. It's exactly whatever we interpret it as is what it is because it's our show, well, and that's how <laughs> and that's art how works. Yeah, that's how art works. <laughs> do you want to pick next week's film? Yeah, I do. What do you want? Um, let's have. I feel we haven't done like crime for a while. Yeah, that's true. Like, like a, a proper drama, crime drama. Yeah, a bit of a thriller, not necessarily like explosions and fights, yeah. but some, something a bit. Yeah. Bit of a drama, crime type thing. Bit like Triple Threat. No, that was martial <laughs> arts. It was still a crime drama. Yeah, I know, but that was just, that was stupid. Yeah, I know what you mean. Who's somebody with a bit more brains? Okay, do you want them? Press the button. Yes, please. Yeah, I've picked a film called The Invisible Guest. Okay. Any ideas what The Invisible Guest is? I mean, I feel like it might be a ghost story. Sounds ghosty, doesn't it? Yeah. I'm just looking. Maybe a haunted it. house type thing. Oh, no, completely not. Okay. <laughs> what did you say you wanted? A crime, crime drama. Yeah. Do you know what the first two words to describe the invisible guest are <laughs> on IMDb? Please tell me. Crime drama mystery thriller. Oh, well, that's a crime drama mystery. More than two thriller. words, but okay. Um, it's <laughs> the first two followed by another two. <laughs> it's also Spanish. Okay. It's uh, in the Spanish language, um, and it is currently rated at eight point one out of ten on IMDb. Wow. A whole five point one higher than this film this week. <laughs> so we might be uh, talking top. Who knows? Uh, do you want a synopsis? Yes, please. 
A successful entrepreneur accused of murder and a witness preparation expert have less than three hours to come up with an impregnable defence. Oh, okay. Sounds interesting. Uh, I don't think we're going to know anybody who's in it because it's in Spanish. Don't recognise anybody anyway. That sounds like a winner. I'm 8.1. I'm on board. I think that might be up there with the highest. It could be. I think the Dawn Wall's still the highest thing we've ever rated. Might have to do a bit of research just to... Double yeah. check. I think I'm pretty sure the Dormals are highest rated. We do right. not venture into that sort of territory. We don't get up into the eights, oddly ever. So that could be interesting. And I mean, we have a real good success rate with Spanish films. The, as well. the only caveat would be that presumably this is not a particularly widely viewed movie. No, I've never heard of it. Um, the, the only rule apart from the stream is that me and you have both never heard of it. Yeah. Have you ever heard of it? No, no, no. Then at all. It's legible for the show. Yeah, uh, but that's why it's probably not got too many bad reviews as well. Possibly. We have a good if history. You've seen with, it, you might like it. We have so. a good history of Spanish films, though. Yeah. The Mir- Mirage was great. Still, I think, still the best film we've ever done. Uh, the Blacksmith and the Devil. Yeah. I, think, I feel like there's another one. I'm sure there is. I feel like we've done three Spanish films. I don't know. So, yeah, go and check out The Invisible Guest. And in the meantime, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd. The same username is B O T S underscore podcast. Uh, drop us an email if you want to. It's bottom of the stream at gmail.com or visit our website, which is bottom of the stream.com. On the website, you will find every episode we've ever recorded available to play straight in your browser, all five season stream tables. Uh, there's loads of other cool stuff on there and you can even get some merch if you want some bottom of the stream coasters. Check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash bottom of the stream for that. On there, you will find early access to episodes, bonus episodes, which we still need to do. Nick writes a newsletter every month. And if you come in at the top level, you can get a wild card, which means you can pick a film and we will watch it. There's one left to play in this season. Yes. I'm winning currently and there's one left to play. So at some point, Jordan Shenton is going to have to play his wild card and try and make us watch a worst film than the Hungover Games. <laughs> Shit. Tough challenge. <laughs> um, where did I get to? Patreon. I've done Patreon. Discord is the next thing. Discord is where we chat with our community. There's loads of cool people in there. We have loads of cool fun in there. Uh, we're going to do a left behind watch along at some point we just need to figure out dates uh, so come along and join us in the discord the discord link will be in the bottom of the show notes if you can spare five minutes please consider leaving us a review anywhere you can review podcasts because it really helps our algorithm uh, you could do that on podbean podchaser apple Podcasts, spotify cephalopod anywhere that you can review podcasts maybe you could train yourself to do a lucid dream and whatever vision quest you go on, incorporate that into your review. And we will know that you have watched SPF 18. <laughs> Please go out and watch and listen SPF to this podcast. Please go out and watch SPF 18 because I really want other people's opinions on it. I'd like to know what other people made of it. So if you get a chance, do that. Come and join us in the Discord and let's have a chat about it. And then go out and watch The Invisible Guest and we'll come back next. We're not back on Monday for The Wave, we should say that. There is not going to be an episode of The Wave this Monday coming. Uh, because I'm taking a well-earned break. and But there will be a movie show next Thursday. We will be back for a show on The Invisible Guest. Cheers. Bye.